Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You are entering the news vault from KCBS Radio. Flames and the smoke. I have a tape recorder in my hand. Now nobody would think of doing that. The newsmen were blocking the door. It worked for a couple of seconds. Bringing the sounds of history back to life. Here is your host, Stan Bunger. And this time we settle on the year 1975, September 22nd, 1975 to be precise, a presidential visit to San Francisco. Gerald Ford was in the city to address the World Affairs Council. As he left the St. Francis Hotel, he stopped for a moment. His limousine was waiting, but there was a crowd across the street. The president waved, and that's when the shots rang out. Two of them. The first narrowly missed four. The second was deflected when a bystander grabbed at the arm of the shooter. The shooter was a woman named Sarah Jane Moore. She had dabbled in extremist politics and had been an FBI informant. She wound up serving 32 years in prison for the assassination attempt, was released in 2007. But it was another man involved in the case who gained notoriety shortly thereafter. He was an ex-Marine named Oliver Sippel. He was the one who saw the gun pointed at the president and said at the time, quote, I saw it pointed out there and I grabbed for it. I lunged and grabbed the woman's arm and the gun went off. That second shot ricocheted and hit a cab driver who survived it. But it was what happened in the days after that made for an interesting story for Oliver Sippel. It turned out Oliver Sippel was gay and news accounts began to point that out. The attention paid to his sexual orientation was something that Sippel would later say alienated him from members of his family. He had never told them before. Just barely a week after the assassination attempt, Sippel filed suit against seven newspapers and dozens of newspaper, magazine, and news agency executives, saying the disclosure of his sexual orientation had caused him great mental anguish, embarrassment, and humiliation. The suit was finally dismissed almost 10 years later by the state Supreme Court, which upheld lower court findings that Mr. Sipple's sexual orientation had been known to hundreds of people before the press got onto it. But Sipple's protest did spur a debate among news organizations about the individual's right to privacy versus freedom of the press. What you'll hear is a compendium of KCBS coverage of the assassination attempt on President Gerald Ford in San Francisco. God, there's been a shot. There's been a shot. A day Gerald Ford will long remember. 3.28 p.m., September 22nd, San Francisco, and KCBS was there. Reporter George McManus capturing the crack of the gun pointed toward the president. Up to that moment, the day had been routine for news radio. Reporters George McManus, Bob Safford, and Jim Hamblin covering the president's arrival for two speeches at hotels a block apart. This is George McManus from the... Hyatt Union Square, San Francisco, where President Gerald Ford has just arrived here. The media entourage ahead of him, and of course just ahead of him as well, the Secret Service man. We're not really able to 
get a view of him at this uh, point. This is Bob Sanford on Post Street, right across from the St. Francis Hotel, just a block away from the Hyatt, where the president's uh, limousine just pulled up. The president quickly stepping out, flanked by his Secret Service man, and walked over to the front of the hotel. Uh, briefly, uh, television camera lights went on. A crowd we have a special report on increased security and the results of that security during the president's visit to San Francisco. Clancy, uh, Bob Safford is standing by at the St. Francis Hotel where the president is right now, and we understand, Bob, that there may have been a couple of arrests made within the last 30 minutes concerning the president's safety. What do you know? One for sure, Richard. It happened uh, 30 to 40 minutes ago, I believe shortly before the president. It seems to be a fact of life that wherever a president goes these days, he will find picketers and protesters and demonstrators. No exception for Gerald Ford as he visited San Francisco and found a number of picketers outside protesting the CIA involvement, if there is one in Portugal. And there was at least one young lady who was calling with her sign for free child care for all. As demonstrators and the curious milled outside the St. Francis Hotel, inside, President Ford was being heard live on KCBS in a speech to the World Affairs Council. Comments by President Gerald Ford here today. The president's four-day California... Reporter George McManus had moved inside the hotel to introduce and recap the Ford speech. From all appearances, this would conclude the President's Day in San Francisco. Assassination in Sacramento. Mr. Ford flies back to Washington this afternoon. This has been a special report, the President's Visit. This is George McManus at the St. Francis Hotel in San Francisco. Now outside the hotel, KCBS has another of its reporters ready to describe Mr. Ford's departure. Let's call in KCBS newsman Jim Hamlin. There have been several thousand people who have waited here for more than two hours to catch a glimpse of the president when he leaves. They've been held back by white rope barricades set up by San Francisco police officers. There have been a few incidents here, including one young man who had a white model airplane, a rather large-scale biplane that was checked over for possible explosives inside, and the young man was released when it found to be just that, a model airplane. But Ford would not emerge from the hotel for another hour. Finally, following a television interview, Mr. Ford was ready to leave the St. Francis. This year, this is Steve Baffrey on stage. Reporter McManus, using a walkie-talkie, asked for the air, just as a feature was ending and a spot beginning. Cadillac, for 75, has been a great success. And now, at Lou Doty Cadillac in Hayward, we are introducing another sure winner, Cadillac for 1976. This is Lou Doty inviting you to come to Hayward and drive one of our Eldorados, a sedan or coupe de... Up the spot. President Ford is about to emerge from the Hotel St. Francis in San Francisco. KCBS's George McManus is on scene. Apparently, someone has just fired a shot outside the Hotel St. Francis. A shot rang out. Just as we were ready to go on the air, it was directly across from us at the Bank of America building, right next to, you, to the United Airlines uh, building, right across from 
the St. Francis Hotel. We could With not... pandemonium on the streets, the KCBS newsroom sprang into action. The private line news exchange between KCBS and other CBS-owned radio stations was activated, and the story unfolded across the country. Reverse telephone directories located offices near the shooting scene. Eyewitness interviews were quickly collected and aired. Commercials dumped as KCBS gave continuous coverage to the live drama. No comment. We've got a Secret Service man right next to me here who just said no comment. Did any of you see any? What? Can you tell me what you... We do have an eyewitness report, a man who saw what happened. Ken Fisher is his name. He is now with us on the telephone. Ken, are you there? Yes. Just what was it could you describe for us that you saw? Well, they had stopped all traffic and stopped all people, uh, and the area was corded off. And when the president came out of the hotel, he came up to his limousine, which was parked directly outside of the door, and uh, smiled to the people and gave one wave. He did not shake hands with any civilians. Uh, at this point, there was a shot, and it came from my left. Can you tell me what you saw? I saw the president coming out. The next thing I saw, a startled look on his face, and he went to his knees on his own accord, and then his men were right with him down, and with that, they got him into the car. That's what I saw. It pretty, he, he did it pretty fast, too. I mean, oh, very fast. He was gone in seconds. Very fast. That was very icy there that we were talking to on the scene just uh, seconds after uh, the assassination attempt. Uh, we can tell you that the person who fired that weapon has been taken into custody and it happened in other aspects of the story became newsroom targets reporter Jim Hamblin was immediately dispatched to the San Francisco Hall of Justice shortly after the shooting suspect arrived Hamblin was on the air with details we have a report now from uh, Jim Hamblin Ken Jim where are you right now I'm at the San Francisco Police Department and the suspect in custody is a woman a 40-year-old woman identified as Sarah Moore described by police as a white female adult who had used a 38 caliber pistol and did fire one shot. Police officers say she was about 40 feet away from the president when she took that shot. For the next hour and a half, the story unfolded. Dozens of radio stations throughout the world calling, requesting the tape of the shot being fired in the McManus description. Finally, we took a deep breath and joined the CBS Network News at 5 p.m., only to discover that we were way ahead of their information. Apparently, their reporter with the presidential party left for the airport early and missed the breaking story. But KCBS quickly recovered and recapped the events of the afternoon. A shot was fired at President Ford this afternoon as he left the St. Francis Hotel. He ducked as the bullet went wild. Police and Secret Service men immediately dashed into the crowd and grabbed a woman about 45 years old who was carrying a pistol. She was identified as Sarah Moore, who'd been interviewed by the Secret Service last night as a potentially dangerous person, but she apparently convinced them otherwise, and then she was released. Mr. Ford didn't wait to see who'd been responsible. He hurried into his limousine and drove to the airport. The actual shooting was heard on KCBS, since KCBS newsman George McManus was describing the president's departure. Here's that dramatic moment. God, there's been a shot. There's been a shot. Stay back. Stay back. Stay back. We're being pushed back by the police. Somebody has fired a shot here. We don't know if anybody's been hit. My God. 
somebody fired a shot. Well, that was a dramatic moment as the shot was fired toward President Ford this afternoon as he stepped out of the St. Francis Hotel. Now that woman taken into custody, Sarah Moore, faces arraignment in less than half an hour and she'll be brought before Magistrate Owen Woodruff. Here is Judge Woodruff. She's been taken into custody. Investigator Jack Palladino provided a background on Sarah Jane Moore. More on her from Richard Hart. Ken, two connections have been made between that woman suspect and the kidnapping of Patty Hearst. The connections were made by a private detective hired by the Hearst People in Need program last year. Sarah Jane Moore volunteered her help as a bookkeeper to that program to get Patty Hearst back from the Symbionese Liberation Army. Jack Palladino carried out an investigation of Ms. Moore. I argued for her termination. She was finally fired at the time of the last distribution because everything was just a mess. Uh, she may have been a bookkeeper, but what she did to the books is difficult to describe. Reporter McManus found the officer who grabbed the gun after the shot. Okay, Tim, can you uh, tell me what happened? Well, uh, we are on security detail for the President of the United States and um, standing on a fixed post on Post Street and to my left, approximately five feet, I observed a female suspect raise her right arm and extend it and fire a shot in the direction of the President. Uh, this time I proceeded towards... And Ken Ackerman talked with Mark Fernwood, the man who sold the gun to the accused assassin. Uh, the word we have is that a federal firearms agent accompanied Sarah Jane Moore to your home. And then a day later you sold her a gun. Is it true that a federal firearms man uh, has been to your home? Uh, a man named Chuck, uh, who did not identify himself as being uh, of any occupation I know of, came with her. Uh, rather nondescript-looking sort of person and appeared interested in my gun collection. On and on uh, into the night, the story continued on KCBS, each fact adding to the bizarre nature of the event. The next morning, the New York Times carried the tape to counter the shooting as first heard on KCBS. The San Francisco Chronicle quoted reporter McManus as the story continued of another shot heard round the world. Hey! You got it! My God, there's been a shot. There's been a shot. Stay back. We're being pushed back by the police. Somebody has fired a shot here. We don't know if anybody's been hit. My God. Somebody fired a shot. I'm Larry Cooper, KCBS News. We're trying to get over there. We're being held back here by a policeman. He has a gun in his hand right in front of me. Thank you.
Remember to follow the News Vault from KCBS Radio on social media. On Facebook, we're at News Vault Podcast. On Twitter, find us at News Vault SF. On Instagram, we're at News Vault. Until our next episode, you are leaving the News Vault from KCBS Radio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.